Hello and welcome to another episode of Archive Panic. I'm your host Ben Niven. I'm Jacob Russell. And today we're going to be taking a look at the latest film in our John Carpenter marathon, Big Trouble in Little China. Hell yeah, what year did this come out? 85? 86 I believe, I'll double check that right now on the old fucking... Starman was 84. Well this will be 85 then, because they came up... No, 86. Yeah, okay. Came out in 1986. Cool. So, Big Trouble in Little China. I had never seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just watched it, like, which was about. We so, just ago. watched it for the first time uh, about 10 minutes ago. Yes. How, so, how did you feel? How are you feeling now having had the Big Trouble in Little China experience? Well, now I know why people like it so much. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'd always heard it was like one of. Uh, out of Carpenter's non horror movies, it was like one of his, you know, most beloved cult movie type thing I would agree with that yeah so you know how I, I was looking forward to it and I was not disappointed this was some weird shit I liked it <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking bizarre I was saying to you earlier I like this is going to sound horrible but I like American movies made in the 80s to the 90s that deal with other cultures maybe not the best <laughs> yeah there's always a there's always a certain element of kind of, of charm almost like mm. almost like it's like watching a it's like watching a kid give like t- like tell you about something that he's really fucking passionate about. You know, I mean that's what yeah, it feels it's like, like. It's like they're not exactly taking the piss out of it, but they're not the most respectful. <laughs> yeah, like they they think they're being respectful. They think they've got it all right, but they've got some things glaringly fucking wrong. And it's just yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like your uncle that isn't homophobic and goes, yeah, I like the gays. You know, yeah, the gays. Yeah, yeah that's the like one. That. Yeah. Like there's there's a couple of movies I like like that. There's Showdown in Little Tokyo. Weird, uh, when I say weird, it's pretty good. It's, it's a decent film, yeah. Brandon Lee and uh, fucking uh, Black Rain by Ridley Scott mm-hmm. with uh, Michael Douglas. It's pretty good. It's one of yeah. those types of movies as well. I just hadn't seen this one, so. Uh, there we are. I, on the other hand, uh, was actually exposed to this film at a very young age. Uh, I think I was like eight or nine when see, I first I, got the the DVD. Well, see, this I must film. have been eight or nine as well because I did see one bit. Mm-hmm. and that was at the end when the guy fucking inflates his face blows up yeah I don't know how it must have been on TV yeah it was it, this film frequently tops like lists of like ridiculous kills and ridiculous deaths mm. in uh, movies just full stop because of that that final scene where yeah. he just he inflates himself to death but yeah uh, I, I just remember yeah. seeing that when I was young and being like what the fuck was that <laughs> And just uh, and now you have context for it, and your reaction was exactly the same. I, yeah, I have context for it, which is not really any. <laughs> there is no context in the movie. I mean, no. I get he was upset, but Jesus Christ! But he just <laughs> does it. Yeah, yeah, because I remember sitting there going, like, "What the fuck happened to him? Did somebody hit him with a?" Uh, I'd been playing. I think I'd been playing Time Splitters three at the time, and there was uh, a yeah, yeah. and like blow up. So I was like, "Did somebody fucking do that to him?" But no, he just does it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does it because he's upset that his boss died. But yeah, I had never seen this movie. Yeah, this is this is another one of these John Carpenter movies that my parents had oddly seen and liked. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, as I was saying, I watched this. I watched the shit out of this movie when I was a kid. I'm very very familiar with it, and I love it to bits. Even more so now uh, than I did when I was a kid. But this is a perfect kids action movie, I mm. think. Yeah, sure, there's like fucking swearing here and there, and the female characters are written like fucking cardboard. There's no F bombs in it, is there? No, I don't think so. I say F bombs, I keep saying fuck this entire time. I think there might be a fuck here or there. I'm not sure though. Ooh. Oh no, there is, there is, there is, a, there is one fuck that I can remember. Is right. 
Hello, hello, fuck it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just slices the door open. That, oh <laughs> god, the amount of times I rewound that when I was a kid. But no, I used to watch this on like long car journeys. Like we were lucky oh, did enough. Did you have a portable DVD player? Uh, kinda. Uh, I was lucky enough when I was a kid. My dad got into a really good job, and part of the job was that he got like a discount if he took like car finance through this specific company. Mm. Oh, did you have one of those cars that had one of the fucking DVD players in it? Yes. Uh, there was like screens in the back of the headrest of the driver so when we were sitting in the back you could fucking plug in like a deep you had like a DVD player and you would put that in and I had that it was this film there were like three or four DVDs in the car it was Shrek 2 uh, Big Trouble in Little China and a a Best of Markham and Wise DVD (laughs) those were like my three weird mix those were the three films I would watch all the time anytime we had to take a big trip you know I don't think I could watch a movie in the car um, oh no it was a bad idea uh, there's a reason that you don't really get cars with that in them anymore because you just get fucking travel sick because I was contemplating because <laughs> I was contemplating carrying on from a conversation last week <laughs> I was contemplating taking a, a, my laptop down to Reading when I was on the bus yeah to watch a couple of movies on the laptop when I was on the bus but I, but I was sitting there going like I can't even read on, on a, in a car <laughs> I don't know yeah it's not a comfortable experience the only time I've watched a movie in a car I mean I watch movies in airplanes because that's fine you mm-hmm. know but the only time I've watched a movie in a car I got an Uber right and just to like uh, be fancy one day I got the Uber what are they called um, the fancy ones XL no that's just a big car the Exec. Yes. I got the exec the executive ones, right? And this guy pulls up, fancy as fuck car, couldn't tell you what it was, I was shit faced. I get in <laughs> I get in and he has neon lights in the car. Shit faced and fancy, I love it. Uh, <laughs> heavy on this yeah. But uh again and there was fucking neon lights going across the outline of the car on the inside. And you know how some cars have like the little touchscreen stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that set up to be a fucking screen to like screen movies, and he was oh, watching. The, he was watching. This the Devil's Double. Have you ever heard of this? No. It's that movie about uh, Saddam Hussein's son, but it's like his his body double. Oh, okay. I just remember being advertised like a shit ton when it came out because it was one of these movies that was kind of like Scarface but in the Middle East. <laughs> so, okay. Like, I, but he was watching that. <laughs> And I was just sitting there being like, this is fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> I had a great Mad. time. I had a great time. Yeah. Much like I used movie. to pl- I had a Mega Drive plug-it-and-play thing, kind of similar to the Atari one you used to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. I just realised that's aged myself. I should probably explain what a plug-it-and-play thing is. Uh, basically, there were like many consoles that you would just plug directly into the television via the AV cables. They didn't need any kind of power. They just went straight through the AV and they would often have like a bunch like a bunch of shitty games on them some were unique uh, some were unique versions uh, just sort of unique games on there that were often like movie tie-ins for like Shrek or Spider-Man mm-hmm. others were like classic game collections so you would get like a Mega Drive one you would get an Atari one you would get like you know a, an arcade classic one with things like Pong on there Space Invaders and shit like that yeah 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 and I had one that was specifically for the Mega Drive and I remember it had Sonic 2 uh, ooze <laughs> on there. Uh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Comic Zone, Game Ground, and I, I think that might have been it. There might have been two others that I'm forgetting. But, uh, 
No, one of the other ones was Alex Kidd. Alex Kidd. Oh, yeah. But I forget what the sixth one was. But anyway, yeah, I used to play that as well. And that is a guaranteed recipe to get travel sick in the fucking car. Mm. Just playing a game while you're moving. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked, man. But anyway... Well, how these fucking martial arts people can do shit when they're flying through there, I don't know. Get motion sick just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, because they're actually doing it, though. There's a difference. You don't get motion sick walking or running. Or jumping about the place it's not like they're doing all this mad shit and simultaneously on their phone swiping through fucking tinder <laughs> although I wouldn't put it past low pang in this movie to just be like with that long ass fucking finger they would just be like yes. no 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 green eyes yes <laughs> don't get, I don't get motion sick on a train though. that's fine I can watch stuff on that but. trains are different I don't know why I think it's because they're more steady anyways movie <laughs> yes uh, Big Trouble in Little China directed by John Carpenter starring Kurt Russell yeah he's back yeah uh, and this, who has openly stated that he was fully ripping off uh, fucking Bruce Campbell in this movie because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he had seen he had seen Evil Dead 2 specifically and was like oh shit I love that character that kind of character is really fucking cool I'm going to just do that and, <laughs> and we got Jack Burton well, that's fair and uh, they both Kurt Russell and Bruce Campbell were both actually massive fans of one another during the 80s so they would kind of bounce off each other. So, in, for example, in Bubba Hotep, he uh, <laughs> Bruce Campbell based his performance not off of ta- not off of tapes of Elvis Presley, but Carlson. off of Kurt Russell playing Elvis and why Elvis. The f- why the fuck? Did, <laughs> why the fuck did Bruce Campbell never make it that big? Hmm? Why the fuck did Bruce Campbell never make it big? I honestly don't know. It had like all of the the ingredients were there, but it just ended up being kind of a character actor on TV. He had a few big TV shows. He was in like Fargo. And uh, fucking yeah, he was in the Fargo TV show. Which series? Uh, a few of them, I think. Because I've seen. I couldn't the tell first you. I'm, three. He has in Fargo. Because I've seen the first three and I don't remember him. No, he has in Fargo. Uh, he had the sort of Dante Bosco or Brosco or whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, a kind of western thing. Uh, he was in Xena Warrior Princess. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, as his own character, which was then given a spin-off, which didn't really go anywhere. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you know Sam Raimi was actually producer of Zero? I did not know that. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. There you go. That makes sense because Lucy Lawless turns up in a few Sam Raimi films as well. Mm. Uh, also in the Evil Dead TV show. Yeah. Right. She turns up in that as well. She's yeah. a main character in that. Oh yeah. I'm just not a big fan of Evil Dead really. But yeah. I mean, Fair. Well. But yeah, so he was a mass- that was a massive explanation. Now this film, I can sit here and sing its praises all day, but it is not without criticism. It is very, very heavy on exposition. Uh, almost every oh, single, yeah. almost every <laughs> single character that isn't Jack Barton has at least one scene where they sit down and basically explain the entire plot of the film. Who are you? I'm, I'm, I'm David Burton. Yeah, for the first for the first like half hour of the movie, every single character that we meet introduces themselves with first and last names. Uh, with the exact, exactly there. I'm a journalist for yeah, the yeah, and gives them like a sentence of like their character journey and like their like hmm. I for example I'm Ben Nevin I'm running a podcast in the hopes that one day I can abandon office work like that's kind of like that's <laughs> the kind of shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of shit yeah that's the kind of shit that they would do right? I'm doing a podcast because you know it's kind of pointless just be watching all these movies <laughs> oh. 
I'm doing a podcast because I'm searching for meaning in my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a podcast because uh, I ruined my brain on drugs. <laughs> now I need someone to listen to my. Now I need someone to listen to my acid flashback rants. So, it's fucking <laughs> so this film is most definitely not without its flaws. Uh, the female characters in it are horrifically written. Uh, I don't think there's like there's three female characters in the entire film. Uh-huh. I don't think there's a single line. I, it does not pass the Bechdel test at any given point. Oh, so there's four female characters. Uh, if you include Tara, who has a grand total of like five seconds of screen time, <laughs> maybe. Right, yeah. uh, like <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> The Bechdel test, isn't it like a, a conversation? A conversation between two women that lasts at least one minute in which a man is not the topic of conversation. I mean, they talk about their work. What scene are you thinking of? Margot's talking about being a journalist. In the car? When she mentions Jack Burton is in there stirring the pot? Oh. No, I was talking about when she was introduced. Like, talking directly to Jack Burton oh oh right okay they have to be talking to each other uh, okay so two women talking to one another about a subject matter that does not involve a man <laughs> okay <laughs> oh John Carter so it's like a it's not a perfect test to see whether or not because you can have that in your film and still be a sexist piece of shit later on down the line so it's really just kind of a one of many kind of litmus tests uh, to see whether or not a film is like okay like fucking socially and morally and all that pish yeah, well, okay. but yeah <laughs> it's a cool thing to look up actually Ooh. but uh, nevertheless yeah it has and I would not blame anyone for not enjoying this movie there are so many reasons that you could think that this movie is a pile of shit and I would totally agree with you however all of those things that make it a pile of shit are and they are somehow charming to me. I don't know why. The script is clunky as fuck. The yeah. acting from almost everyone at one point or another comes across as oh, insanely over the top and just fucking mental. The special effects are inc- are either unbelievably incredible or fucking Saturday Night Live era. Like I don't think there's any bad ones. Dude, the fucking eyeball monster. He was fun. It's, it looks fucked and then there's like the big fucking fish monster that comes out of the wall it looks like you can almost see the mechanisms like it wasn't even uh, a mechanism it was a guy yeah you could see the guy uh, I liked it I thought it was cool yeah but no that's what I'm saying that? Do, you know, do you know who did that who Screaming Man George no fucking way yeah <laughs> yeah he talks about it in, um, in Search of Darkness part 3 really uh, yeah because uh, in his work with there was a guy um if there's a creature that has like no legs, he hires the same no like stuntman that has no legs, and it was the only thing that could fit in the uh, in the wall. So he talks about that. But yeah, mm. that's kind of cool. But yeah, anyway, so I personally love this movie. I think it's a it's. I described it to yourself earlier as like a a, a ghost train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was a movie, and now that now that you have seen the movie, would you agree with my assessment? Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. It is a theme park ride of a movie, and it is utterly fantastic if you are in the right mood for it. If not, fair play. There's many other movies that are 
much much fucking better that you can spend your time watching obviously nostalgia is a factor for myself having watched it as a kid but nevertheless shall we go in depth into it now yeah, we'll go yeah. bit, so bit by bit so the film starts off uh, with the with Jack Burton in it, making his way through America making his way to San Francisco Chinatown as he <laughs> monologues I was going to say I've never heard of San Francisco in Chinatown I've always been used to San Francisco California but yeah, yeah. But yeah Chinatown San yeah. Francisco yeah. yeah so as he's making his way there as he is using his radio to monologue to whoever will listen mm-hmm. uh, a man after my own heart apparently uh, uh, James L. Jones used to do that he used to he had like a ham radio that he used to do that with yeah he used to do it with the Darth Vader voice yeah. yeah, yeah, just to fuck with people. Yeah, yeah. James L. Jones is a fucking amazing guy. His dad's in sleepaway camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he laughs at a beast. <laughs> but uh, now nah, we we need more movies set in San Francisco. I, I, I mean, it's a fucking hell of a it's a hell of a town, man. Yeah, there's probably a shit ton of them, but I can only think of a couple. Of, I mean, dirty the dirty Harry the, the dirty Harry movies are set. Well there. done. Uh, fucking this movie Zodiac. Zodiac. Uh, Inside Out. Ah, oh, Technically, Big Hero Six, although it's an alternate future and it's called San Francisco. Would you count that? No, because <laughs> if we're going to do that, I would count uh, Altered Carbon as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. But uh, oh fuck, that's so Raven. Oh yeah, that's San Francisco. <laughs> A friend of mine went to the the Little Raven house. Anyway, a friend of mine also got roped into go. That same friend also got roped into go to a Chinese person's funeral in San Francisco. <laughs> what um, the fuck? How did yeah, that happen? She was bursting for a piss. Uh, uh-huh. Found one of those storefront churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went in there because you know churches, you can just kind of go in. Yeah. Turns out there's a funeral going on, and this sweet old Chinese lady apparently was just kind of like, "Oh no, you can come inside, sit down." And she sat down in the back, waited till things were got going, and took a piss and left. <laughs> Anyway, so Jack Burton makes his way to I'm assuming the docks or some kind so. of like industrial area. I would imagine so. You are in the Bay Area, so yeah. So I'm assuming it's like the docks, mm. and he's surrounded by dock workers and sort of market stalls and all that kind of thing. And he sits down to start gambling. I am not going to attempt to guess what kind of games he's playing. They're playing a game where uh, they have dice, and they have to guess whether or not the dice comes up. Even or odd. Yeah. So I was half expecting fucking Frank Reynolds from uh, Soul Sunny to be sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, you got what you got. What you got. Yeah. Just waving a gun around. But yeah. He's not there. So he ends up winning a considerable amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like 1,428. I think it was 58. 58, yeah. $1,458. Off of Wang. He's managed to win off of Wang and this other guy who's cutting his losses and fucked off home. Uh, so, yeah, wisely so. Before they start uh, cutting off toes and yeah. shit. Yeah. Wang kind of shits himself a bit because he needs that money. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, right, okay, double or nothing, I can slice this bottle in half. When he says he's nothing like, or double, actually, but he's like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> he just said it. He does say nothing or double, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. He says that. And uh, Jack Button's like, okay, but not that bottle, takes a swig and gives him it. Mm-hmm. He goes to hit it, nearly fucking takes out Jack with the bottle who catches it. 
as it's going at his face at record speed. I mean, I have seen people open bottles of knives doing that. Yeah, no, you can do that, yeah. Uh, it's later revealed that because he was like so nervous about going to the, the airport to meet eight Miao Yin, his childhood sweetheart, the person that he moved to America for, the person he's been working in his fingers to the bone in order to get enough money to bring over to eventually marry. Jack also wants to collect his money like I do whenever anybody owes me money. Exactly. Jesus Christ. And so... You've never owed me money, have you? What? You've never owed me money, have you? No, because I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> right, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't... You never... I don't, it's as simple as that, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't... I don't borrow money from cunts that I'm scared of. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> my best friend included. Uh, so... <laughs> Fucking tear your, <laughs> fucking tear your legs off. <laughs> that knife, you owe me five pounds, you'd cut you. I'll cut you. Oh no, I have owed you money before, but I paid you back pretty quick. Yes. So Wang essentially tells Els Jack Button, listen, I'll pay you back, meet me at the shop in two hours, I need to go to the airport to pick up this girl. Mm-hmm. And Jack, because he's not a fucking idiot, just goes, nah man, I'm taking you to the airport and then giving you and this girl a lift back home and you're giving me my fucking money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which, as far as like sort of plot contrivances to get characters to kind of stick together, that's one that I quite like. It's fairly realistic. Yeah, because like, yeah, it happens. I mean, I, I got a taxi once and I forgot my wallet, so I just got the guy to drive me home yeah. and then drive me to the nearest uh, ATM so I could fucking pay him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it happens. Yeah, you, exactly. And so, well, we get to the airport, and this is where we are introduced to Gracie Law. <laughs> Although we don't know her name yet. So she's there to meet up with Tara, who does not have a single line in the entirety of the movie. She never speaks. And our protagonists are there to meet Miao Yin. Mm-hmm. Now this, the, was it the Lords of Death or something like that they're called? Yeah. Something of Death, I believe, is the gang. Attempt to kidnap Tara, mm-hmm. miss her and grab Miao Yin and then boost and there's a little fight that happens in the airport and then everyone ends up back at Wang's restaurant <laughs> I just thought it was funny like the guy pulls out uh, the, the gang member pulls out like a knife and the fucking Jack Burns just like what? yeah <laughs> he's like he's like he's confused that knives exist but he has yeah 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 <laughs> but he has one in his boot yeah. <laughs> he's like what? I think it's less the knife he's confused about and more the fucking that mad extendable pole thing oh <laughs> and they're just waving around like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go, oh no, he gives chase in his truck mm-hmm. at this point and is led into an alleyway. Have you ever been to a Chinatown? Can't say I have, no. Mm. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to the New York one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if Glasgow doesn't have a Chinatown, does it? Not to my knowledge, no. It technically has a giant Chinese marketplace, but I don't know if that really counts as Chinatown. I know, there's, I, know there's, I know there's areas of Glasgow where a bunch of where a lot of Chinese people live but you know I don't know if it get classed as Chinatown yeah I don't think so either I honestly couldn't tell you hmm hmm I don't know I mean <laughs> there's a part in uh, Mary Hill where you walk up the street and there's a bunch of like Chinese bakeries and stuff yeah the travel agents like visit China go it's like uh, visit your relatives in China like, yeah okay, yeah oh, sweet <laughs> but you know. I don't really know if we have a Chinatown. I know London does. Yeah, London definitely has one, yeah. So they find a funeral procession that erupts into 
this massive fucking war mm-hmm. between the two rival gangs, the Chans and Singh, who are described as the, who are literally described as the good guys. Yeah, they're the good gangsters. Yeah, they're the good guys, <laughs> and they're wearing like yellow. They're wearing like white and yellow mostly. Are they gangsters? Mm. It's never really said. <laughs> it's never really yeah. We're never really explained. And the Wing Kong. Yeah, they're they're. They're fucking gangsters. <laughs> they're like proper. Like they've got fucking Uzis and shit. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy that looks like he's straight out of a western, with like the bandolier and the two revolvers. Yeah, he's in um, Die Hard. No, you're thinking of the guy with the long hair. Yeah, yeah and the other one is. I'm talking about the baldy one with. Yeah, the... he's uh, Gerald Alcamura. Yeah. He's in a bunch of like uh, really low budget like exploitation movies. Like he was in um, Samurai Cop and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kill, killing American style and mm. um, dangerous men. He was in that. Oh yeah. So we have this this big fight, and honestly, the fight's pretty fucking cool. There's some great shots there. There's some pretty mm. decent stunt work uh, amongst everybody. They light that f- <laughs> the the uh, the Wing Kong light that bitch up though. They, <laughs> the guy yeah. just like erases it with a Tommy gun. And just basically fucking destroys the entire procession. <laughs> yeah. No. All the I mean, all the while, Jack Barton and Wang are just fucking. In, sorry, Wang Chi is his name. Uh, are just fucking sat in the the cab of the truck, just being like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a reverse uh, that mission from the Punisher game. Yeah. <laughs> Where you pop up? Yeah. yeah. They've done that in Hitman as well. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, as the fight goes on, eventually it's interrupted by three godlike creatures. Raiden? No. <laughs> uh, who we later find out are the three storms, uh, whose names are Thunder, Rain, and Lightning. Mm. So, Thunder is the one that like expands and is like super strong. Uh-huh. Rain is the like super fast cunt. Rain is the one that has the almost uh, it's like the massive long ponytail. Yeah, the the wushu haircut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And lightning is well, basically Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Let's let's not beat around the bush here. He is. Yeah, he is Raiden from Mortal Kombat, and they start laying waste to the battlefield, taking out hundreds of Chang Sing soldiers, but leaving the wing the Wing Kong behind uh, for reasons that will become apparent later. Uh, while this is happening Jack just goes fuck this puts the pedal to the metal and tries to drive the truck through every cunt it is a reasonable thing to do the three storms all dodge the, the, and then we see this otherworldly creature standing in front of them this like seven foot tall man standing in front of no standing what it sounds like of, that is actually a decent impression <laughs> of the guy by the way that's, that's what he sounds like up, yeah standing in front of the truck and we see him go under the tiles like you see him get fucking annihilated by this truck mm. Jack gets out to see if we hit him he's just standing he's up. just stood there <laughs> and light begins to come out of his eyes and his mouth and Jack's blinded by it fuck you more or less <laughs> Wang grabs him takes him into a wee alleyway splashes water in his face and suddenly he's not blind anymore but he's had to abandon his truck. He was like a puddle of water splash in his face. That can't be good. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said. Must suck. <laughs> so, one thing leads to another. They end up at Wang's restaurant. Mm. Where they meet Gracie. 
Gracie Law, who yeah, bursts yeah. the door open and just goes, "Hello, it's me, Gracie Law." Well, I mean, I mean, he did meet her at the airport, and they were talking, but yeah, but they don't introduce yeah. the name yet. So she literally bursts in. This is probably the most egregious version of like characters introducing themselves yeah. by their full name. We're hunting David Lopan, who's this guy? Yeah, exactly what she says, but David Lopan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is directing the three storms? And at this point, David Lopan, as far as we're concerned, is just a man. But any time his name is mentioned. Uh, Wang's uncle, I want to say. Is it his uncle? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It's his uncle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who helps run the shop. It's like, goes white as a sheet, basically, and is like, holy fuck, it's this, this guy's a fucking evil. He's a dream. He became the dream. Uh, and he wrote Single Ladies. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining David Lopin singing that. So the actor's name is James Hong. He has oh, been oh, oh. in Hollywood for <laughs> years. If you don't know, if you aren't familiar with him from this film, you will know him as uh, Poe's father, the Goose in Kung Fu Panda. He does a voice for that. I was going to say he's, he's uh, the granddad he's, and everything everywhere all at once. He's the granddad and everything everywhere all at once. He's in fucking everything basically yes <laughs> yeah I think he actually is the record holder for the most amount of movie credits held by a single person it's either going to be him or fucking it's him or Sam Jackson I was going to say Danny Trejo <laughs> nah man it's him or Sam Jackson I would say Danny Trejo's in a bunch of shit though Danny Trejo's in Hunters of shit yeah <laughs> fuck yeah well be behind, between him and Jack, Danny Trejo I reckon hmm <laughs> oh. so anyway at this point we also meet uh, Margot by the way wherever they're eating looks fucking good oh yeah it does yeah uh, Wang's friend Eddie Lee and later on Egg Shen will be introduced to the group as well who is somewhat of a local authority on Lopan and we later learn it's been his mission to sort of take out Lopan and so at this point they fucking is this the bit where they they go to the brothel or is that later no it's this part yeah. it's this bit yeah so yeah. they dress they dress up Jack Barton to go into this brothel this is also where Tara comes back and that's where they just their name I think it's like, oh, yeah. go back to bed Tara yeah she literally fucks off out of the script <laughs> never to be seen again go, and, <laughs> go back to yeah, if they were if they were following the rules of like this movie where it's like everybody's introduced with like their fucking yeah, Tara's the only one we don't get a surname for go back to bed Tara woo go back you know, see my first thought was Tara Strong but that's just the voice actress oh I was going to say Tara Reed. <laughs> Who's Tara Reid? <laughs> oh, um, Big Lebowski. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousand bucks, I'll suck your cock, her. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy. Oh, fuck's sake. Right, okay, so... We get to this point, and I should say, throughout this mu- this film, the music uh, by John Carpenter and Alan <laughs> Holworth... 80s as fuck. It's <laughs> fucking glorious. It is the most 80s soundtrack. I have ever seen in my fucking life. You can only make it more easy if you had a fucking hair metal band in there. Yeah, no, hundred percent. If you had like a fucking ba- like a proper ballad, like a hair metal ballad, <laughs> you just have like I don't know, uh, a docking or a winger or somebody in there. Foreigner. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That would I think that would get it. If I want to get it. You know they're still around. What the fuck? 
Yeah. Are they still making albums? I don't think they've released oh, they albums. Well. They're, they're just a touring thing now. Holy fuck, man. I think I did hear at some point that they're breaking up at the end of like this tour or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, that's still about. <laughs> uh, I will say, I, it's at this point I should make it clear, I did not take any notes like I normally do for this movie because I know it so fucking well. Mm. Uh, so there may be bits that I'm missing throughout this. If I do miss anything, uh, fuck you, no I didn't. And uh, uh, to be specifically, I don't take notes at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I usually watch. I usually watch these the night before just to... Refresh yourself on the movie. Or just, even watch, or it just watch it for the first time the night before, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, I can usually remember things. So. <laughs> usually. Usually. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've... Well, I make sure not to drink when I'm watching them, so I can usually remember them. Yeah. I worry about you. <laughs> I don't actually drink that much. <laughs> no, I don't, actually. It's just, it's just a funny thing to say, given the sentence that you just hit out with. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so we go into this guy, and he basically goes into the brothel, being like, "Yeah, he's dressed the up, the white dragon. He's dressed up, and he looks like he looks like he would if he was still doing Disney movies at that age." Yeah, he looks like he looks like he does. He looks like the dad's secret identity from Sky High. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like if if Kurt Russell was to play Clark Kent, this is what he would look like. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say he just looks like a fucking you know insurance salesman from Shibligan, but you know. Which is pretty much what he's trying to play as, <laughs> yeah. Which is how he plays it. This like fucking nerd and all Why that. The fuck did I say Shibligan? I don't know. It's in Wisconsin. Um, I don't fucking know. You've got Wisconsin in the brain after watching fucking the last movie. Starman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine, I'll put it in local terms. He's an insurance salesman from uh, Kilmore's. I was going to say Kilmacombe, but yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> posh bit of Glasgow. Uh, <laughs> Never even heard of that. Yeah, exactly. It's the posh bit. Fine, posh cunt from old guy. <laughs> is that posh weed cunt from old guy? <laughs> For all you non-Scottish people. It's spelled see, Millen Gavi. Yeah, if you see someone spelled Millen Gavi, it's Mill guy. It's yeah. <laughs> Mm. It's also pronounced as wrong way, turn back. <laughs> Same if you see a, a castle called Glamis Castle, it's actually Glams, you cunt. Yeah, Glams, so. yeah. <laughs> and also, no, this is, you know what, fuck it. Let's get some grievances out of the way. It's fucking Glasgow. Not Glasgow, Glasgow. It's Edinburgh. Edinburgh, right? No, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. No, Edinburgh. Edinburgh, right? Bruh, as in your pal's just done something a bit dodgy. Bruh, right? That's what you... <laughs> 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 That's how it's pronounced. Edinburgh. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Huh? Right? And uh, it's no Irvine. It's, it's shite hole. It's Irvine. <laughs> <laughs> I was closer. But anyway, <laughs> although yours is called Irvine, which is annoying. Even though it was named after us. Hey, dicks, what are you doing to take her place? <laughs> you can have a shithole, but you know, what the fuck? <laughs> you could have asked. Yeah, I had, I had Well, some... to be fair, Kamalik has fucking Moscow in it, so. That's true. We, uh, we, so they call it Moscow here, though, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do the American. <laughs> I, I had a couple of. Um, I had an American relative and her pal come to visit us when I lived in Irvine. Mm. And uh, she got off the plane at Presswick. Um. And they were like, oh, where are, you, where, where are you going? And she was like, eh, Irvine. And they just kind of looked at her like she was fucking weird. 
Or it's not Ayer, it's Air. Ayer is Republic of Ireland. So, <laughs> get that right. So they go to this place run by the White Tiger, I believe it's called. Yeah. Right. And so Jack in disguise starts to question one of the girls, but is interrupted when the storms break in. And when I say break in, they break in. Uh, they launch this, they launch the madam of the brothel through a fucking door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she's like a missile, just fucking <laughs> dives through. It's, oh, it's a really fucking funny shot. Yeah, <laughs> and they grab me in and fuck off. <coughs> and then go to Gracie's apartment. And they find that Meowian was taken to Lopan's uh, kind of office space, like they called the Wing Kong Exchange. Which, if you remember the guy named from earlier, the Wing Kong, that's why the the three storms weren't attacking them earlier. They're in league mm-hmm. with one another, effectively. They are the baddies. The bad people. Are we the baddies? Uh, and so with Wang's assistance Jack infiltrates the place or should I say with Jack's assistance Wang infiltrates uh, and this is a point that I feel is very necessary to bring up in the version of the film that we see today Jack is the main character mm-hmm. that cannot be argued that was not always the case Wang was supposed to be the main character in the original draft of the script however the executives that were releasing the film did not believe that an Asian led movie would sell in America so the roles of so the roles were effectively swapped, and the lead role was given to Jack Burton, mm-hmm. with Wang following following into the sidekick role. However, the personalities of both characters were not switched in the slightest. <laughs> they kept them exactly the same. So we have a film where this where this character is shot like they're supposed to be an absolute fucking hero. There's a monologue at the start telling us how great Jack Burton is, and then we have a and then we have a solid ninety minutes proving him that he's act- proving that he's actually just a cunt. <laughs> he is by no way means. <laughs> Look at all the cunt. He's just. He's just. Not no, no. He's just. He's not a boss cunt. He's just a cunt. He's just a guy. He's just not that useful. He's no. He's an idiot. He's great. Like I said, one of the major uh, influences for Kurt Russell's performance was Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams in Evil Dead Two, and I don't think Army of Darkness had come out at this point. Uh, in 85 I think Army of Darkness was 92. early 90s yeah 92 so yeah so that was like a major thing <laughs> for them mm. but nevertheless and so we get the film we get today mm. which that we have today which honestly is I would argue somewhat lesser for it I think this would have been a much more interested film had it been led by uh, the character of Wang Chi maybe I don't know with Jack Burton as a side character I think they would have done a lot better or it would have been at the very least a much more it would have been aged a lot better I think might have been a bit more uh, explanation about certain things but yeah 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 because yeah. because in this because um, in the movie as it is you know they start to explain things and he's just kind of like what <laughs> what, is, what if you, you what it's 3,000 yeah. years ago <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's just no, no bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah. No horse shit. No horse shit. Horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that is something to note. And that while, and that personally, I feel like the film is slightly lesser for it, having had that switch made. And John Carpenter has come out and said if you could make it again, he would go with the original version. Mm. 
having now Hollywood having now been proven that Asian led films and and properties do sell. I mean, we've had in the Marvel universe, we've had Shang Chi and the Legend of the Seven Rings, or Ten Rings, sorry. Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. We have fucking everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Going gangbusters, uh, and we have also Crazy Rich Agents previously as well. At, as television shows doing incredibly well, such as Fresh Off the Boat, which done really well, and uh, what was it again? Kim's Convenience as well. Give me Aquafina. Yeah, Aquafina's fucking shit hot and everything she's in. She's fucking great. Hilarious. <laughs> Just a genuinely funny cunt, I think. She's great. Mm. But anyway, playing the role of the Storms, the three Storms, we have Carter Wong as Thunder, uh, Peter Kwong as Rain, and James Pax as Lightning. I don't know any of them. Oh well. Uh, Carter Wong was a very successful bodybuilder. It looks like the guy's jacked. Uh, to begin with, and then went into films. Had a very sim, had a kind of similar uh, journey into film as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that he started as a bodybuilder, was cast because he was built like fuck, mm. and then later on into his career, they were like, "Oh wait, shit! This guy can actually kind of act and do some cool shit." And so he got more roles until eventually he became uh, the actor that he is today. A brick shit house. Very much so. <laughs> and I'm assuming the others are just kind of like guys that are big in like Hong Kong cinema or something. Quite a few of them are, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those wushu films are fucking weird. They're fucking great though. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Hong Kong like horror movies? I can't say I have, although I do want There's to. There's one more. called. It's either. Uh, Holy shit! He's in Prince of Darkness. It's been know. a while since so Victor Wong. No, 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 the, the guy that plays, uh, the guy that plays Wang, Dennis Dunn. Yeah, oh, I forgot he's in it, yeah, nice. But uh, Victor Wong's in it as well. But um, there's a Hong Kong horror movie, I can't remember the name, uh, well, I can't remember the specific name of it, it's either The Seeding of a Ghost or The Seeding of a Vampire. It's mm-hmm. one or the other. It's fucking weird. Fucking weird shit, you should watch it, blow your mind. Okay, <laughs> so back into the, into the plot. After the storms have taken Marion away, we end up in Gracie's apartment. And so they've gone, oh no, we went through that. It's and they're office, going actually. to be. It's her office slash apartment. He, mm. She sleeps in her office. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, Jack and Wang go to infiltrate Lopan's domain. And they do so quite smartly, I think. Quite a decent. Yeah, they, yeah, they do the sleeping dogs strategy. Yeah, where they just pretend to be maintenance and then just like, breeze through. Uh, which goes to prove my point. You can go anywhere in any country so long as you have high vis and a ladder. Or you just look like you belong there. You yeah, don't just walk in like you own a place. You don't necessarily need a. High vis no, yeah. and a ladder will get you anywhere, mate. Oh, I suppose. Say that right now. Yeah. So, eventually, the two who make their way into a lift, they go down, it fills up with water. And they find themselves in the hell of the upside down sinners. I'm convinced that um, it didn't get put into the game proper, but there was a um, a cut there, there's a cut area in the World of Warcraft game that is um, the MMO, yeah. Yeah, the MMO, yeah. yeah. There's a cut area in the World of Warcraft game that people managed to like get their way into. It's like a massive temple underwater, and there's bodies hanging from chain. I say hanging, they're floating. Yeah. Um, the chains underwater and it looks it looked remarkably like that when I saw it I was like ah oh, fuck so maybe yeah. I don't know so did, one of the, did one of the corpses in there just actually try and grab him as well 
Or was that just because... No, that's more just because they're floating and they're trying oh. to swim through. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I don't think it was actually like fucking... Like zombies or anything like that. That would make sense since it is a hell. Yeah. But, yeah. The fucking saltwater would make a big deal out of. Yeah, and then they are swimming through with their eyes wide open. I always, yeah, I always notice that in movies, like, in movies where it's like set in the ocean, like fucking... Um, where the biggest... Like eyes open underwater, like it's the easiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. If it's salt water, that would sting like fuck. Yeah, they do it in deep blue sea all the time. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, eventually eventually they are captured by Rain, mm. who, who begins torturing the pair of them. He grabs one by the neck and kind of chokes him out a little bit. He has like wee red rubber balls that he sends flying into Jack Burton's stomach at incredible force, <laughs> which I honestly thought was hilarious when I first saw it. Come here, fight me like a man. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually they are strapped to wheelchairs and taken to meet Low Pan. However, it's not the Low Pan that we met the first time around. It's old man Low Pan. It's an old crippled man. Old man Low Pan. <laughs> did you mean that to rhyme the way it did? Yes. Well done. <laughs> I am old man Low Pan, bitch. <laughs> yeah, who is an old sweary crippled man. See this? He has the best. Li- to know it. He has the best line that ever in a movie, man. When he sees a great. Ace Eddie and uh, Margot trying to break in. He just has he points at the screen. So, see, this really pisses me off to no end. <laughs> and it's just such a fucking great line delivery. It's pretty good. It's just so fun. Every time I watch it, it's just like, no, this really pisses me off to no end. It's just genuinely fucking angry. It's, like, it's not even like a. Who is this? What are they doing? How will they foil my plans? It's just like, oh, for fuck's sake! There's more of them. <laughs> fucking hell who are these jokers man fucking sake man and he just he goes and he gets them all basically it kind of reminds me of his whole compound you know minus the the demons <laughs> it kind of reminds me of oh there's this whole section in, in Mafia 2 uh-huh. where like you infiltrate like a, a fucking Tong headquarters and shit and like it is weird man you go down in elevators and shit and there's just mm. keeps descending to weird brothel brothel type shit. Kind of reminded me of that, but you know, without the demons. If it, if demons had popped out of Mafia Two, I would shat myself. Yeah, fucking yeah, right. <laughs> Catholicism's real. No, yeah, there was a DLC, I think. But, yeah, that uh, was a DLC for Sleeping Dogs. Or demons it was yeah, it was a demons and shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a Sleeping Dogs for one of the. Oh, what was those, that fucking game you used to put Shell Shock? No, it was just part of the game, wasn't it? Where there was zombies. Yeah, that was a Shell Shock too. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. But <laughs> anyway, so Gracie, Eddie, and and Margot are all all taken by Thunder, who gasses them. <laughs> essentially. What's Margot even covering? She's just covering human trafficking. I think so. That's like she's just she wants to break the story. This is her big break. That's all she ever talks about. Mm. Uh, I don't think they ever go into specifics of like what it's going to be, and. This is the point in the film where I feel like my my previous kind of uh, a ghost train analogy really kind of comes to the fore. Is that this is the first of three visits to Lopang's domain? <laughs> they just keep getting in, <laughs> and they just they keep getting in, doing something, and then getting the fuck out. <laughs> They're like rats. The first time they actually do end up in Lopang's domain is during the escape from the original fight. They end up in Lopang's domain mm-hmm. very briefly. And then get the fuck out. Sorry, this is the second time they end up in there. 
just now and then there's going to be a third time later in the film mm-hmm. is this not when they're tied up to the wheelchairs yeah. yeah so yeah. they get tied up to wheelchairs and then we get a lovely bit of exposition from Wang about sort of Lopan's general kind of deal and what he's all about and how he was cursed to roam the earth in a ghost like form until he can marry a girl with green eyes who can tame uh, who, who can touch the naked blade and tame the dragon's fearsome heart which basically means can you grab a red hot poker and touch a wee button in my ceiling uh, <laughs> can you grab the dragon ball what can you do the dragon ball. work the dragon balls <laughs> mm. so they break free from the wheelchairs but eventually they hear thunder coming back and so they fucking fling the blindfolds back on and they're like right fucking then mm-hmm. he move <laughs> it's very fucking hilarious he like comes up fucking was it he pulls a knife on him and he just gets flung into a fucking wall yeah 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 <laughs> so uh, Jack tries to jump him and Thunder's just like, bitch, both in backs, yeah. backhands him into a fucking wall. Uh, Wang tries to fight him. He, like, throws one kick, it gets blocked, and then he's decked in the fucking face. And then he, like, Jack Burton climbs up on his back. And, and like, proper, like, holds on to him. <laughs> Wang tells him, hey, what was it? We need to go. He just, he just goes, how? He's <laughs> <laughs> <Right> back. <laughs> how am I supposed to go? And so Thunder starts using his... Uh, power which is to kind of expand himself and grow stronger mm. uh, and Jack is thrown off of him onto a wheelchair and is sent careening down this narrow corridor at quite a pace yeah <laughs> but they get they, yeah he gets pushed down and like uh, he almost falls into a fucking pit they just have a weird pit sitting there they just have one yeah <laughs> every evil layer needs a pit yeah, so they eventually get to the front entrance and Gracie is caught by this monster which is never explained or given a name of any nature it's just this big orange yeti motherfucker who just grabs Gracie and bolts don't they all swim through the the sewer yeah yeah to get out yeah and then, then we have that whole fucking oh yeah they find Gracie all tied up and shit yeah because they? they got led down the elevator and got gassed so yeah, yeah so they find they find Eddie is put into the hell with them and they find Gracie and Margot uh, in cages along with several other young women mm. who we can only assume were being trafficked for one reason or another. <laughs> Mystical demon trafficking. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, holy fuck, yeah. <laughs> Gracie's tied up really weird. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like this film has it's so hard to talk about this film because as next it doesn't stop. (laughs) As zero substance, it is just a roller coaster ride of this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this happens. Now have fun. (laughs) Gracie's tied up like a fucking wildcat. Yeah, I mean she's tied up like a bounty in Red Dead Redemption Two. Not quite. She's tied up like um, yeah. Not quite, because she has their, her legs are her legs are up in the air back. Yeah, she's oh, she's not hog tied. She's wild yeah, cat. Yeah. She's like yeah. She's yeah. <sighs> Make your comment, you gross bastard. It's not really gross. I've done it, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I had to learn how to do that in like two hours once. Why? Why do you think? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was also out of my mind, so that was fun. 
just gonna laugh for the, I'm just gonna recover from that for a little bit. You keep, keep the show going for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain what I did because you don't need to. That's between me and uh, you know, um, actually you don't know because you haven't met them. But that's between me and uh, that, that person. So you know. But uh, yeah, as you tied up with that, they they escape from them and uh, yeah. So they have a they have a lot of fight. Mm-hmm. With uh, a very well choreographed fight again, like all the fight scenes in this movie are really fucking well done. Did he get somebody from Hong Kong to do those? Or? I do not know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, couldn't tell you. I will. Somehow, I don't think he did though. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I somewhat, I, I do kind of doubt it a little bit. But like, hold on a second, let's see. Where do we go? Well, they escape from those little sewers, which are more uh, salt water and stuff that they keep mentioning um, they get up to that room and then they have the possibly the biggest laugh of the movie go it's on like uh, alright once we get through these doors it's just offices and uh, and the front oh, desk will be fine from here. Yeah. Yeah. They open up the door it's just all the fucking cunts there <laughs> yes. we may be trapped <laughs> <laughs> it's great uh, yeah it's an expert line delivery from Kurt Russell as well <laughs> uh, at that point and then he says and so, he says like oh they only saw me so but scary. there's a massive fuck off hole in the door I'm pretty sure they saw every cunt yeah and I'm also and I also said this when we were watching you could have just fired his his gun through the door yeah, yeah but then he wouldn't know who he was hitting they were all standing in front of the door <laughs> even yeah, when they, they all just even, hit the deck yes but even when they like cracked open the door of like their fucking machetes yeah. and shit they were all still behind the door yeah that's fair <laughs> they, they didn't move <laughs> He could have got at least some of them for his bullets ran out, but you know, he didn't. Um, so eventually, they make their way through and they escape. <laughs> While escaping, Gracie is caught by the monster and taken to Lopan, and Gracie and Maoyan are both put to a test. They are to tame the burning blade. Yeah, it's never explained. There's a Chinese yeti living under the. Under the yeah, yeah, it's just there. He's <laughs> just there. He's. Both are able to tame the burning blade. And tickle the dragon's ball. <laughs> Sorry, it was a mention of dragon balls, just made me sneeze. Goku would be proud. <laughs> Work the dragon balls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Big Wolpan calls them his dragon balls. Ah, my dragon balls, you're gonna suck on those. <laughs> Thunder, you haven't done it in a while, come on. <laughs> I know you like it, Thunder. <laughs> What's the one of the long hair? Rain. Oh. <laughs> Rain, you look kind of hot no. over there. <laughs> looking, looking submissive and readable. <laughs> Jesus Christ, though. <laughs> You've not seen that online. I have, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that... <laughs> I wasn't even going to go that far. I was going to be Yo, 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 Minx. <laughs> As if that's worse than the last scene. Anyway, so they eventually escape, and Lopan makes the decision that he will marry both women. He will sacrifice Gracie. I didn't know he was a Mormon. To appease his. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, he will sacrifice Gracie to appease his emperor, and will I'll keep Miaoyan to live out his, and I quote, earthly pleasures. We're gonna fuck! Yeah, he he gone fuck. Yeah, <laughs> cut his fingernails first, the dirty bastard. But uh, regardless, yeah. <laughs> well, 
Listen, yeah. lads, lassies, anybody involved, if you're ever away... Oh, no, the girls know. The girls know. The girls know, actually, you know what? Just lads, <laughs> fuck it. The girls know. <laughs> the girls know full well. Lads, cut your fucking fingernails before you go out, right? Trust me, your, your bird will thank you, all right? Or just the random woman in the street, but yes. Ah, your bird. I'm sure. If you're just going to go out into the street and just play, you! <laughs> Want to get finger there? <laughs> Want to get your clunge punch? <laughs> what? Want to get your clunge punch? <laughs> what? You just no. Just move on from finger into fisting, then. <laughs> that's not fisting. That's just assault. <laughs> that's just, that's just <laughs> so they eventually leave leave the building. They realise, however, that they've left Gracie behind. Yeah. And so they go back to speak with Egg Shen, who brings with him the gang from earlier whose name escapes me <laughs> what was he says any of these guys speak English or? yeah and the guy just like who the fuck's that guy <laughs> who is this guy who's this clown yeah, the Chang Sing that's who he brings with him see ya da, da, da. did you know there was actually a, a big trouble in little China esque fight mm-hmm. on Sakyo Street like in 2000 no because, uh, so you know that Chinese restaurant, the Wu Fung? Yes, yes. It's a triad place. Holy fuck. <laughs> we used to pass that every day. God uh, damn, man. Yeah. Yeah, so they go to see... But, uh, but, but before you... The, the police uh, stopped at a fucking triad fight outside there where they all had, like, meat cleavers and machetes and that. Yeah. And in the article, the, one of the police guys was actually quoted being like, it was like a Kung Fu movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <But>, Yeah. <laughs> Casual racism, yeah. It's a Scottish poll. Is, is it casual racism if they are Chinese and it is like a Hong Kong action movie? I don't know. I wouldn't call that casual racism. Depends on the tone in which it was said. I would say. I think he was more amazed than anything else. And yeah, I wouldn't call it casual racism. <laughs> but I'm sitting there like, yeah, Scottish police understatements of the year. <laughs> Just being understated as fuck. <laughs> They see some shit, man. <laughs> like, good <laughs> lord. Well, a headless body in the park, well, that's not suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay, yeah. Glasgow Police are great. Yeah. It's actually. <laughs> <laughs> can't you think of someone where inspecting, like, a heedless. I suppose some guy had, like, took himself out with a shotgun in his car, right? In Glasgow? Aye. Oh. And the police were on the scene, right? And the fucking one of them says, "This is this is a true story, right? Mm. Through a pal that works in the police, right?" Mm. And uh, fucking seagulls, man. Uh, so anyway, is it? And then I try to figure out like what the and the guy goes to him like, "All right, gives a description of the person." And he looks at him and goes, "Eh, it's got no face." <laughs> 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 Uh, well, blue eyes. <laughs> and the guy goes, What the fuck you mean, blue eyes? And I go, well, one blue that way, the other one blue that way. <laughs> I, was, I, was at a, I was at a house party once and I was rolling a joint. Uh, <laughs> I was rolling a joint and like uh, this guy came and sat next to me. He was like, Oh, you're going to smoke that joint? Eh? I was like, Aye. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, okay. Well, what, what do you do? And I was like, Oh, we just got 
small talk. He goes, like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I work at a call centre. He's like, what do you do? He's like, I'm in the police. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at him. I just looked at him because I didn't believe him. But he was, he was like, oh, oh I can't arrest you anyway. I'm in the counterterrorism unit. I was like, all right, good, good on you. <laughs> you fucking cunt. <laughs> but, I can't arrest you anyway. I'm in the counterterrorism unit. You know. mm. That's fucking brutal, man. I bought drugs off him. <laughs> you funded the fucking policeman's ball that year, mate. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh fuck! I do. Uh, I do. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you wheel? You bought drugs off a police? Uh, no fucking way, man. Like weed off him. Um, you bought weed off him. Uh, fuck me. Uh, there was a drug dealer that I was aware of that was a policeman. That was a police officer as well. So. Fucking hell. Yeah, Corrupt as fuck. Glasgow Polis. <laughs> Taking on corruption one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> we can beat corruption if we are corrupt. <laughs> we can get them from the inside. <laughs> it's like uh, that woman that burnt to death around the corner of a friend's flat. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's not suspicious. <laughs> she was just um, <laughs> on drugs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, sure. I seen one in the I seen one in the I say seen one, I heard one in the radio the other day. It was a, a guy who was clearly murder, but they were treating it as non suspicious. And I was that was the wording, is it was a murder but at the moment it's being treated as non suspicious. I'm just like did they just not like the cunt? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just like, it's murder, but it was fucking Steve. So they, shot like, <laughs> they shot him once, but then he shot himself six times. Right. In the face. I was like, it was very clearly a murder, but at the same time, it's no suspicious because fucking look at him, man, he's wearing a St. Mirren top. Bodies found in Bridgeton was like, oh, what is he? Is he, is he a Catholic? Like, well, that's just suicide. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fucking brutal, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, <but is> so. <laughs> Wang and Jack go back to see Egg Shen mm-hmm. in order to gain his assistance in taking down Lo Pan. Lo Pan. Egg Shen recruits the help of the Chang Sings, the gang from the beginning of the movie. And we here we are in our final act, we're going to storm the fucking Is castle. Is Egg Shen supposed to be a couple thousand years old as well? I don't know. Because Is, he a, is he a century egg? <laughs> get the fuck out uh, get the fuck out of my house he's a century egg you dickhead uh, <laughs> fell on a stove and it was a fried egg no he looks it yeah to be fair if I guess. goes for a bath boiled egg uh, <laughs> he's in there a bit too long poached egg <laughs> He gets dementia, scrambled egg. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they go back. <laughs> sorry, sorry, they go back. What is it? Do they actually. He gets a tan, sunny side up. Uh, so. <laughs> do they actually explain mm. what the, the potion that they have is? They don't explain what's in it, they just explain what its effects are. <laughs> Essentially, it's just amphetamines. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> in the way that it's presented, yes. Uh, and I don't think amphetamines will let you fight dreams. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> don't comment, for fuck's uh, sake. Uh, 
But no, I, it just seems like they're drinking LSD, or that's not amphetamine, but it just seems I like they're drinking LSD. Yeah, well, you know. But so anyway, <laughs> like little bottles, and it's like a little. Um, and they go to storm the castle. They have to go through the caverns, the undercity, so to speak, in which they find this wonderful creature, which is kind of a shit special effect. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Again, Jack proving that he is the comedy side character in this movie, and not mm-hmm. the main character. But nevertheless, they they make their way through the tunnels. This weird beholder-looking thing yeah. shows up and kind of monologues at him. Jack tries to shoot the. <laughs> the way you say that just monologues that makes me like like he's doing a fucking Shakespeare soliloquy. <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's a nerd. <laughs> well, it is noble in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of faithful. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Fuck Shakespeare. Well, my best pretty good, but uh. Hamlet's great. Midsummer Night's Dream, great. Merchant of Venice is okay. Merchant of Venice is awesome. That fucking the uh, fucking uh, the monologue and that that if you prick us do we not bleed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was kind of cool when he's like, hey, "Give me a pound of flesh, you motherfucker." Yeah. There's a there's a version of that. There's like a film of it where Al Pacino. No, plays it. We watched it in English. It was fucking unreal. Yeah, we wa- we watched it in English. We watched the we also watched so the good. the Roman Polanski Macbeth in English Ooh. class. <laughs> was, um, in Polanski, a prick. More that prick, he's a fucking rapist. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we got shown that by um, uh, Liz Fulton. Yeah, and I was sitting there. I remember sitting there, and it was like the. F- <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, this movie can get a bit uh, racy," and uh, within like the first ten minutes, I saw full on Bush in that movie. <laughs> and I'm sitting right up the front, so I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Oh, so, you've, so you've got the Bush buffet then at that point. Mm. The mighty bush, mm. so to speak. Yes. So. The darkest bush I've seen in years. <laughs> but uh, it's the only bush. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually a pretty good movie. It actually, and I looked it up afterwards, and it explains a lot. It was produced by Playboy, so uh, they funded oh, some of it. Sense, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. So moving back to the film we're actually meant to be talking about. Mm-hmm. See this right. Again, I feel the need to point out this film is so intensely difficult to discuss because there's no like there's no th- downtime there's no there's no downtime whatsoever there's no like a through line or a theming or a message that it's trying to give you or it's, anything no, of that it's nature. Just kind of like, it is just pure fucking action. Yeah, it's just kind of like the, the I think the only message that can be gleaned in this movie really is Chinese mysticism is cool. <laughs> More or less, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I can get behind that. Not every movie needs to have a message. Yeah, not everything needs to have subtext. It can just be fucking mental exploding text. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, it's great. And so we have this final confrontation. I like the ball with the potions in the skin. What is that? A butternut? It's a gourd. Gourd? A gourd, yeah. Yeah. Of some description. But, and, oh yeah, sorry, we have this beholder creature, which is like a kind of spy for Lopan. Mm, they can speak through it as well. They can speak through it as well, and as I said, he kind of monologues at them for a little bit, tells them their, uh, tells them the group his intentions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, Jack Button comes through and shoots the face in the face. 
and it just it gets a fright and it fucks off. Don't and know until you try. <laughs> yeah, don't know until you try, do you? Like, come on. You've got to make sure the bullets don't work. I'm now kind of dis- this is a little bit off topic, but I'm now kind of disappointed that in Time Splitters Two, mm-hmm. there was a map on the multiplayer called Chinese. It's just literally a Chinese restaurant. But I'm kind of disappointed that there wasn't like a downstairs section that was just fucking weird. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like yeah. big trouble in China. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. So yeah, eventually they make their way through the catacombs and they get to this point where it gives the group the potion. And they enter in the elevator and they're all feeling pretty fucking good. That's why I think it's our babies. <laughs> yeah. This isn't an advert for these. So uh, Jack states that he feels kind of invincible. He says he feels kind of invincible. And that you can see things he hasn't seen before. Mm-hmm. And, that you, and, that and do things that he couldn't do before. And that he's feeling pretty warm. Because remember he's saying, like, doesn't it get a bit hot in here? Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what you might be on. What's your guess? 2CB. In a, in a drink form? I don't know. They could, might be able to. What, do you think they powdered it and then put it through water? Maybe. Because you can eat it as a powder and you know, it gets you can, yeah. saliva and shit. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Don't do drugs. But <laughs> Unless you've got a pal to, to bail you out if it gets fucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Well, this is one of my favourite bits in the movie. Mm-hmm. Where the big fight ha- is about to happen. The creature that we mentioned earlier, the wee beholder creature messages is Lopan who has now successfully married the two women mm-hmm. and is now mortal again I just like how he doesn't fucking realise that until like 50 minutes until later he's like oh, I am <laughs> <laughs> well he doesn't expect it to because it takes time to fully kick in mm. so it's kind of like his fingers start bleeding and he's like oh fuck it's working it's working and then it's whether or not the uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name Chang Ti or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but sure. Uh, he calls Shanty it his needle of love. Like it's his, it's his cock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's not actually. It's not actually. He doesn't. It's not. A, He's getting his cock out. It's not, none of that happens. Nothing. We we do not see balls. We do not see cock. I was gonna say we don't even see cock. So why we see balls? But. <laughs> but <laughs> Something about Mary, you don't see cock, but he gets his balls cut in his zipper. Stepbrother, doesn't he? Yeah, he teabags his drum set. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. See, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I didn't, I didn't teabag anybody's drum set, but I did teabag um, Tom's guitar in the flat because uh, he was a dick. Ah, well, Tom was a racist cunt, so yeah, he was a uh, wee Nazi. So. Yeah, <laughs> fuck <them> Nazis. <laughs> Uh, so as, as we say making fun of a Chinese movie <laughs> <laughs> fuck that it's those Chinese though <laughs> yeah. this isn't a Chinese movie it was directed oh, and written solely yeah. by white guys uh, yeah white men yeah so yeah so anyway <laughs> well, uh, there's this big it. confrontation that's about to start everyone's about to charge at one another and Jack amped up on what we can only assume is 2CB. Yep, he does a carry down. Fires directly into the sky. He's like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah! And it's the rubble cool. then falls and knocks him the fuck out. <laughs> and he is gone for the majority of the fight. No, he was actually not gone for that long. He was... Oh no, he's knocked out for a solid five or ten minutes of the fight. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, he does fight. Really. He does fight eventually. Like he wakes back up and then starts fighting again. But yeah, yeah, during this time, Wang has this awesome sword fight with Rain, which mm. is this full of like these massive anime uh, sort of wushu wire fighting kind of moments throughout yeah. it, which are fucking awesome. I love it, was, it to bits. It's like uh, Crouching Tiger, where Crouching Tiger was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Or like uh, Hero, or House of Flying Daggers, and all that shit. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so while this is happening and Egg Shen has like a little like almost kind of fighting game moment against fucking Lopan I guess yeah it's kind of like uh, the ending of Harry Potter with the Deathly Isles part 2 yeah with the <laughs> the two like the two like um, with the spell thing yeah, yeah same colours see I was thinking like no the green the red the film it's not red in this film, the good guys one is purple, not green. Right, well, it's so purple, not red, even. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Harry Potter moment. But yeah, he does have a. I, I, like, I prefer to think of it as a Dragon Ball moment. Mm? Like the big beam clash between Vegeta and Goku. He does have his little gaming moment. Yeah, he has like his little gaming moment thumbs. where his thumbs are like going like fuck. It's great. It's like he's fucking playing a game ball. You never could beat me, Ed Chen. Which leads me to believe they've met before. Yeah, that's what I was asking if he's like a couple thousand years old. Yeah, is he essentially egg? Um, you never could beat me, Egg Shen. I am the Pokemon master. <laughs> I played Tekken 2. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I main as king. Oh, fuck. <laughs> For real, though, if you main as king in Tekken 2, one, I respect you, two, I fucking fear you. <laughs> I main as... Oh, fuck, what's his name? The, the weird demon-looking guy. Yoshimitsu? Yes. I was going to say Shinsuke Nakamura for some reason. But <laughs> that's the fucking... That's the fucking Shellac player. No, that's... No, that's, that's no Shinsuke Nakamura is the WWE guy. And also Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke. But that's how Shinsuke... Like, we pronounce it in our bastardised version of English as Shinsuke. Yeah. But his name is, is actually pronounced Shinsuke. Alright, well, you know... So Shinsuke Nakamura. I was is, thinking of the WWE guy. <laughs> yeah. He's the yeah. fucking... Oh, well... <laughs> It's like Kira Tozawa. Oh. Anyway, so there's all these fights. Wrong going country. On amongst the fight, yes. I'm trying to save you. It's Chow Young Fat. He's Chinese. Yeah. He was also in a really fucking good at, uh, couple of movies. Hard boiled? Fuck yeah. Uh, better tomorrow. Inspector Tequila. Or Detective Tequila. Who's Detective? I don't know actually. Detective, maybe detective, maybe yeah. Inspector. I, can't remember. I think it was Detective. Better Tomorrow, that's a really good movie. Mm. And the sequel. Yeah. Good shit. And the, the game. Stranglehold. Yeah. <laughs> the game's not that good. Nah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I just like shooting people in the balls. He was also in uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Hmm. And that is the most I will ever talk about that movie. Is he in, um, he in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 3? Is that him? No. Who's that? I don't know. But is that not Chow Young Fat? Fuck no, it is him! <laughs> I'm not racist. That is Chow Young Fat. Yeah. I'm not racist, you're keeping that in. <laughs> you sound like that Chris O'Neill scared, just a, I'm not racist. <laughs> um. He, I know he's not, for years though, I will admit, I thought that Chow Young-Fat was, um, 
I don't even know the actor's name, but I thought he was the Ra's al Ghul guy from uh, Batman Begins. No, no, that's a totally different guy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I've seen him in something else as well. But I think it's because they kind of facially are similar. And, and they came out around the same time. And at World's End. Mm. Yeah, and they came out around the same time as well. Roughly, yeah. So, well, whatever. Anyway, so the big final fight is happening. Mm-hmm. There is a shit ton of awesome choreography going out off left, right and chip show. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's great. The fucking shogun looking guy gets uh, stabbed. Oh him. yeah, and then Jax once again is taken out of the fight while he tries to get his knife out the shogun guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a shogun, I think. It's not shogun, shogun's yeah, Japanese. Shogun's Japanese, I don't know. It's what like it's a traditional Chinese kind of like armor with yeah. like the lion and shit. I, I don't know what they're called. Me neither. I don't know much about Chinese culture, I am uncultured. My my only Chinese culture comes from, you know. Don't. What, what, what did you think I was going to say? I don't know. I just wanted to say don't my, my Chinese culture comes from British Chinese food and fucking my limited experience of being in Chinatown in New York you know so I don't know too much I just know that they're communist kind of weird but yeah <laughs> uh, I know they're very uh, suppressive <laughs> that's modern Chinese culture I don't know much about ancient Chinese culture apart from wushu movies so yeah so we have that eventually uh, Wang is able to bring his fight with Rain to an end mm. by throwing his sword into the cunt's chest <laughs> very brutal <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> yeah although I will say not a lot of blood in this movie it's almost entirely bloodless mm. with the yeah. exception of like some people get like a bloody lip when they get punched I and, have like, noticed as well that's kind of a thing in John Carpenter movies like there's barely any blood I mean, there is some in Halloween. A little bit. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Right? Well, I'm just making a point here. The Fog... The Thing. Yeah, I'm saying not in all of his movies. There's a fuck ton of blood in The Thing. There's enough to make up for the rest of his movies in The Thing. The Fog, which is a movie where you expect there to be a lot of blood. Yeah, there's not a lot of blood. Barely any. There's blood in Starman, (laughs) of all fucking movies. Oh yeah, yeah. When she when gets she gets shot. shot in the side, yeah, it's yeah. very gory. Um, was there blood in the salt of Precinct Thirteen? I think there might have been a little bit during like some of the shots. Oh yeah, well, when the girl gets shot in the chest, yeah, yeah. But, and uh, also the paint, like the thing in blood. Mm, the yeah. warning. Escape from New York. I yeah, there is when Adrian Barbo dies. But uh, there's a considerable amount of blood in that movie. Yeah, but for the most part, because the guy gets remember the guy gets the baseball bat spiked to the head and the blood's like dripping down his back. Mm. But for the most part, John Carpenter movie's not very bloody, apart from the thing. He's not really a goat hound, yeah. <laughs> Just the thing. <laughs> Just the thing. Yeah, yeah, oh well. Not that I'm complaining. So, Rain has been taken out. Mm-hmm. Jack and Gracie make their way up to confront Lopan. Mm-hmm. While they do this, uh, Jack gives another great line where he goes to just think you know people are dying left right and saying where's it getting there's nowhere fast and it, it kind of the way he talks in this scene kind of reminds me of a John Wayne movie do you know think like that kind of draw oh, yeah, 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 I mean, it is very John Wayne in this yeah Carpenter just really wanted to do a western movie <laughs> yeah but like the way kind of something about the way he talks and yeah I think that I think that yeah I think that just goes into like just how he wrote things as well like uh, yeah uh, no that's fair yeah and so I just remember what all Jack Burton says. Who? Jack Burton. Me. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay then. He's like a movie version of Ronnie Pickering. Yeah. 
<laughs> and old Jack says, and then Wang, uh, Wang shows up beside him. Mm-hmm. And he just looks. And he's yeah, like, he fucking flips in there. Yeah. He fucking flies. Yeah, he's great. And he goes, oh, what the hell? And the fight starts. And Wang takes on Thunder. Mm-hmm. And Jack aims his throwing knife directly at Lo Pan's skull and hits a fucking gong like 10 metres behind him. <laughs> Goodbye, Jack Burton. Yeah. It's a nice knife. Yeah, it's a nice knife. Goodbye, Jack Burton. And he throws the knife at him, and then those reflexes that we see from the start of the film, and an excellent callback to when he first caught that that bottle coming at him. He catches the knife when Lopan throws it back at him, and then instantly throws it back, planting it squarely in his forehead, killing him. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's impossible to do, but yes. Yes, it is. It's impossible to do that with a knife. Mm hmm. The skull's far too thick. Why is real life so disappointing? However, who gives a shit? It looks yeah. cool in the movies. Yeah. Why is real life so disappointing? Uh, blame the Tories? No. <laughs> I don't like the Tories as much as the next guy. But I'm pretty sure voting in either an SNP or a Labour government won't make skulls softer. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll blame the Tories anyway. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> any excuse, man. Any excuse. <laughs> Imagine just like, why won't you vote for the Tories? Because their skulls aren't soft. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't kill someone by throwing a knife at their forehead. That's why. I don't know what sort of policies would make that happen. <laughs> the Greens, maybe? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, anyway, Lopan is now... Uh, low pan is now pan breed uh, deed <sighs> <laughs> okay he's pan fried yeah he's dead he's died yes pan fried is died pan breed is deed mm-hmm. yeah. or pan bread dead <laughs> then there's corn then there's uh, we're not even cockney we can't be doing this cockney there's, co- there's, corn, there's corn beef you're deef you're dead we can't be doing this cockney rhyming slime rhyming right? slime also exists in Scotland I know but and there's a specific version of it we're not even from England. <laughs> yeah, but the, the rhyming slang exists in yeah, Scotland no, no, as well. No, no. There's a specific version. Corned beef, beef, doesn't know what doing so it does it. I guess not. Their shit's weird though when they talk about like fucking uh, how much costs you a fucking pony and they mean like fucking hundred pound or something. And you're like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Absolute reprobates, man. But <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, at least I can speak English. <laughs> no, you can't. No, I can't. <laughs> So I'm like that guy from Snatch who's like thought, the, thought this country spawned the language but nobody seems to fucking speak it so yeah I want to claim off that character as American haha <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm. is he Italian that guy De- yeah Dennis Frieda yeah he's <laughs> 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 he, he's me he isn't Italian he's the Italian <laughs> he is me <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh, Lopan is deed mm-hmm. Thunder sees this and flies into a rage giving us the one of the best facial expressions in cinematic history <laughs> and when I tell you that when I first seen this film at the tender age of 8 I just about pissed myself laughing mm. watching this mm. I rewound this one scene so many times I watched this film all the way through repeatedly just to get to this scene and it was 
fucking glorious. Is it the face he makes right before he blows up? Yes. See, that's used as a... That's a reaction gif, I think. Yeah. And uh, when I used to browse B, I used to see it on there quite a lot. Just on, like a on what? B. What the fuck's B? The 4chan board. Ah, right, okay. When, you, when I used to browse that, uh, people used to use that as just kind of like a sort of show that they're angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I seem to remember this is this is just I guess because I only saw this I only saw that bit when I was like really young. I seem to remember that bit lasting a lot longer than it did. No, it's very quick. Uh, uh. It's like a couple seconds. I also seem to remember it being bloodier than it was. Maybe it's just because I wasn't used to seeing some fucking guy's guts blow up everywhere. Yeah. But you know. It's, it's, yeah. No. He just he blows up. Yeah. And then they run directly into lightning. They fuck him up. Oh yeah. They escape him for a little bit. And then Egg Shen drops a statue on him. <laughs> fucking crushing him with a Buddha statue. A la Final Destination 5, as you so politely pointed out to me. You booted him. Yeah. <laughs> Get booted. <laughs> it's like saying body then he booted him. <laughs> oh god. It's hard to say booted. He booted him. He booted him. Can you do that thing that, that the Americans tried to get Scottish people to do? Where it's like, can you say purple burglar alarm? Because apparently we can't say it. Purple burglar alarm. I cunts. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I can say purple burglar alarm. Here, here's the one. Can you go to the hospital? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you stop shooting kids, mate? <laughs> <laughs> can you go to school without Kevlar <laughs> <laughs> getting a school uniform from fucking Lockheed Martin anyway <laughs> well let's go to the Heckler and Cox store we need to get the, the bulletproof <laughs> we go to M&S they go to H&K <laughs> oh fuck don't forget your school gear Here's your pens, here's your paper, here's your ammunition Kevlar vest. <laughs> ammunition? Yes. Yeah, that's not a real place, is no, it? No, it's GTA. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never worn a Kevlar vest. Uh, here they're heavy. Yeah, so anyway, eventually they find Jack's truck and they get the fuck out of Dodge. And the yeah. film finally starts to wind down and relax for a couple of seconds. And it's great, and we have a big reunion. And Egg, Egg Shen is like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck off on vacation. Alex, I think he goes to uh, Paradise, Nevada. Why? Where is it, Paradise? Perfection. <laughs> Paradise is an actual place in Nevada. Yeah, I like um, to think he goes to Perfection to open up a shop. Mm-hmm. I, I, I choose to hold that as well. Changes his name <laughs> to Victor. <laughs> Is it no? Is that's his actual name? Change his name to what is he called in that? Is it just Wong? And Tremors? I don't know. I think it is just Wong. I don't know. Hold on a second. Tremors. Are we both racist? His name is Walter Chang. A Chang Wong, you know. Well, Walter. <laughs> Walter. And his name is Victor Wong. Ah, is he? The actor's a, name is Victor. Wong. racist. We're just getting confused with his name. <laughs> so yeah, and he plays Walter Chang. Of Chang's Market fame. Tremors. We'll talk about Tremors at some point. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I like it! I like it as well. I just don't know if I can be willing to do all of them because they get really bad. No, fuck that. We'll just yeah. talk about the first one. People seem to like the second one for some reason. But, um, I quite like the second one. I've seen them up to the third one. I've seen the first three. But yes, bless their blitzkrieg. 
<laughs> what a line. So anyway, they make their way back to the Dragon of the Black Pearl, which is the restaurant that Wang owns. Black is it the Black Pearl or is it the Black Pool? Black Pool, sorry, that's right, yeah, the Black Pool. Mm. Sorry, I've misread that. And uh, so Egg goes on vacation and Jack hits the open road. Uh, you won't take Kim Cattrall with him. No, there's uh, there's actually kind of a cool moment where it's like, won't you kiss her goodbye? And there's a nice like expectation subversion where he just turns and goes, no, and then fucks off. <laughs> <laughs> this movie definitely came out post Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I love you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're sound. Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> I love you, and I like you. Uh, <laughs> Oh well, no, I fucking like this movie. Yeah. We didn't well, really go too into. We didn't get into the. We didn't get into the last scene, where oh, as he's driving, driving away, he has a he has a stowaway, as the big yeti fucker comes up, crawls up from the back of his truck, and it's like, and yeah, then, I want to know because because there isn't really a compartment down there. There is a hole, right? But that's just you he know. was just. I like to think he was Cape Fear in that. He was just holding on. <laughs> I've just got in my head that he was just kind of dragged across, so he's got fucking nubs for legs now. <laughs> His back's been shaved by the asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That wasn't actually a roar. That was just a scream because he's actually just in pure fucking pain. I got a crippled yeti out of my truck. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! <laughs> a squashed Sasquatch. Sascrip. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Sasquatch it's just Sasquatch but we're blue bandana throwing out gang saying yeah. rolling for AG <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do that again you look so fucking stupid oh god anyway that is big trouble in little china it's not we didn't go too in depth but we just watched it it was fucking insane there's not really much to go in depth on like the special effects are are rightfully quite fucking good at least the practical ones are some of the CG does not age all that well the CG on the creature on the the beholder Oh right! Yeah, it's like very clearly green screen. I remember there was there was the lighting, but that was great. There's parts where he is fully CG. Oh okay. And he doesn't look that great, but nevertheless, I've just punted the fucking thing. (laughs) Nevertheless, it is a film that you it's an experience. It is a film that happens to you. You do not sit down to take it in. It just happens, and you're along for the ride. Buy the ticket, take the ride. More or less, yeah. <laughs> Although my, my clearly drug addled friend is correct. Uh, fucking <laughs> based on that fucking turn of phrase. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about it anymore. <laughs> I'm on keto now. <laughs> What's that, like just a, a different form of cat or like <laughs> I actually told I actually told a friend of ours mm-hmm. um keep the name because I'm just gonna say the first name because I can't remember the friend. I told Emma that I was doing keto and she actually misread the text as the cat died. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking brilliant. That's a good one. But, you know. <laughs> she, yeah. like, she did say, she was like, that probably would work. <laughs> I was like, probably would as well, but I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My liver would be shot. You would lose your weight, but you would also lose your life. <laughs> what are you, a drug, that's a drug PS? That hard. What? Were you an anti-drug PSA? More or less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was Big Trouble in Little China. Hell yeah. 
a fucking fantastic movie if you are in the mood for a wild ride it's great if you just want to pop in a movie where you can just switch your fucking brain off for an hour and a half and just enjoy the pretty lights and the fight scenes fucking go for it you can't go far wrong with this one it's what I would call a good hangover movie yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's actually great. It's a good one to just kind of put on in the background, chill out, maybe get some chores done, you know, hang up a washing, do some ironing or something, and just have this film in the background. Not necessarily for the first time when you're watching it. If you're watching it for the first time, sit down, you're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pay too much attention. So, yeah, you can, you can zone the fuck out for like a good few scenes and still have like an absolutely fine time with it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably watch this again. I will definitely watch this again. I love it. Yeah, well. So yeah, so what's our next film on the agenda? Well, uh, next John Carpenter film that we'll be doing is nineteen. I want to say nineteen eighty-seven is 1987's Prince of Darkness, where we will be reunited with uh, Donald Pleasance, hey, and uh, Dennis Dunn, hey, and Victor Wong, hey, Alice Cooper's in it as well. Fuck yeah! And uh, we will also be uh, uh, reunited with fucking I can't remember his name, Dark Blocker. And you might be saying, who the fuck is Dark Blocker? Dark it's, Blocker's a fucking legend. It's Hitchcock from... From, from, uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Starman. He was in Starman. He killed it. Karen Allen. <laughs> Shit, yeah, it was him with a shotgun. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, join us uh, next week for Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. I've never even heard of it until we started doing this shit. Well, well okay. Well, I'll give you a little bit of I'll give you a little bit of an expo before. You know. Go on. It's the second part of what John Carpenter calls his apocalypse trilogy. I was aware of that because yeah. you did say when we were talking about the Which thing. Consists of the thing, Prince of Darkness, and In the Mouth of Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also his first independent movie since um, Escape from New York. Wow. And uh, I've seen it once before. I actually I think I've seen it twice. I quite enjoyed it. So you know. We'll see how this goes. Well, there we go. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Archive Panic, and we'll see you next week when we cover The Prince of Darkness. Hell yeah. See you.